Tuesday, August 2nd, 2011, and this is Radio Wave. information service. I'm Robert John. Christian persecution, not only a thing of the past. In a recent report, several sources have smuggled information about North Korea's prison camp system, a system of prisons similar to those found in the former Soviet Union's gulags. According to International Christian Concern, ICC, 200,000 prisoners are held in these camps, many of whom are Christians imprisoned for their faith. One escapee tells the story, quote, Five or six elderly Christians were lined up and forced to deny their Christianity and accept the Juche ideology of the North Korean state. The selected prisoners all remained silent at the repeated command. The security officers became furious by this and killed them by pouring molten iron on them one by one. Unquote. The ICC reports that other persecutions are taking place primarily in Indonesia, China, and Iran, where people are punished for their faith in Jesus Christ. However, according to the ICC, North Korea is among today's top persecutors of Christians. The report goes on to state that the prison camps serve as a frightening deterrent to anti-communist activity. North Koreans receive few details about the gulags, but enough is known that parents warn their children to keep their opinions to themselves. It is important that today it is realized that Christianity requires a price to pay, and it is cause for each one to reflect. Our Lady of Medjugorje said on November 25, 1997, Little children, I led and am leading you through this time of grace, that you may become conscious of your Christian vocation, Holy martyrs died witnessing. I am a Christian and love God over everything. This is the Medj Network Information Service. New ad campaign aims at disbelief. Backyard Skeptics, a California-based group, has begun an $8,000 campaign putting up signs in bus shelter ad placements saying, Have doubts? So do we. The atheist group claims their goal is to let other non-believers know there is a community of non-theists who share the idea that we can be good without God. The group, which has about 400 members, plans a much larger campaign all over California. The group states, quote, We enjoy spreading the word that skeptics and non-believers are good and moral people, and we cherish humanistic values over any supernatural superstitions, unquote. 
The atheistic ad campaign in California is a direct opposite of the campaign that was begun last year by Caritas of Birmingham. The Caritas billboards feature an image of the Virgin Mary with a quote from her Medjugorje message, This is my time. It is precisely this time that the Virgin Mary is coming to the world every day to help us to see beyond the atheistic views that cloud not only our opinions, but also our discernment. The Caritas billboards, which promote the apparitions of the Virgin Mary in Medjugorje, are seen by millions every day and are designed to reach believer and non-believer alike and to combat atheistic souls like the backyard skeptics. It was Our Lady of Medjugorje who said on July 30, 1987, I want to save you and through you to save the whole world. Many people now live without faith. Some don't even want to hear about Jesus, but they still want peace and satisfaction. And in April of 1985, Our Lady said, If they can't believe in God, they should spend at least five minutes a day in silent meditation. During that time, they should think about the God they say doesn't exist. For more information about how you can combat atheism in your area through the Caritas Billboard Campaign, call Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. 205-672-2000. This is the MEDGE Network Information Service. A Maze of Agricultural Regulations a maze of agricultural regulations in California is making it harder and harder for farmers there to continue operating. Even the state itself recognized this in a report last December. According to California dairy farmer John Fiscalini, who has spent millions of dollars complying with regulations, water, air quality, and land conservation agencies and groups are not communicating with each other and are often at odds with each other. This yields a maze of regulations from one agency that often conflicts with regulations from other agencies. The Ag Visions 2030 group stated that California's regulatory system was, quote, duplicative, conflicting, uncoordinated, inflexible, inconsistently administered, or needlessly burdensome. Recently, Fiscalini had to hire a full-time employee just to manage his pesticide regulation issues alone. Even former California Agriculture Secretary and Vegetable Grower A.G. Kawamura said recently, quote, Very often we talk that California producers, or the agricultural system, is the most heavily regulated system in the world, unquote. Some farmers across the nation fear that such a labyrinth of regulations will begin to manifest itself in other parts of the country soon, as increasing their grip and control over private citizens is standard procedure for governmental bodies today. However, for now, recruiters from other states that are short on milk, for example, are actually trying to attract these California farmers. The maze and complexity of governmental regulations is making it difficult for farmers and citizens in general to accomplish in freedom their work they believe God has set out for them. Instead of turning to God for answers to seemingly difficult problems, man has turned to man in the form of regulatory agencies, committees, and governments, and man now pays a high price for putting his faith in himself. Our Lady gives the simple answer as she said in 1984. Do not complicate matters. Take the simple way. 
Do not delve into your problems, but let yourselves be guided by Jesus Christ. From the Medj Network Information Service, I'm Robert John. This is Medjugorje.com. Stay tuned for our regular radio wave broadcast, brought to you by Caritas of Birmingham. As a parent, are you worried about what kind of society your children will live in? No matter how you structure your future, all is at risk. Money won't protect you. Position won't save you. Your children's future is nil. Our nation must change its direction. But what is stopping it? You are. It all depends on you. If you wonder how that can be, you won't after reading Look What Happened While You Were Sleeping, a couldn't-put-it-down book, thrilling, motivating, edge-of-the-seat reading that will change the way you live and change this nation. Look What Happened While You Were Sleeping. Order on Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, or call 205-672-2000. 205-672-2000 You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. Medjugorje just got bigger today. The message I gave for August 2nd is no letdown. We can't tell yet if it's as big as January 25th, 1987, the first Foundation monthly message, but it's a big message. Rises above us as individuals, and it foretells many things in the message. Now, I have about a few hours to look at it. The more you look at it, the more you can see into it. And it's Our Lady who says, pray to comprehend the greatness of the message. It's Our Lady who says, for the profoundness of the message, you must pray. So there's lots yet to be discovered with this message. But one thing's for certain. It's not a letdown. And if you're let down by it, your spirit is not where it needs to be. You're not praying. You won't pray and understand everything in it because it's always unfolding. But there's enough in this message for us to look at for a long, long time. And some revelations about this private revelations that he gives. Our Lady Queen of Peace of Medjugorje's August 2nd, 2011 message given to Mariana on the Day for Nonbelievers. Dear children, today I call you to be born anew in prayer and through the Holy Spirit to become a new people with my Son, a people who knows that if they have lost God, they have lost themselves a people who knows that with God, despite all sufferings and trials, they are secure and saved. I call you to gather into God's family and to be strengthened with the Father's strength. As individuals, my children, 
You cannot stop the evil that wants to begin to rule in this world and to destroy it. But according to God's will, all together with my son, you can change everything and heal the world. I call you to pray with all your heart for your shepherds because my son chose them. Thank you. So it's a lady coming telling us something that is much bigger than what we see at this moment, but big enough to comprehend that it's something of a profound nature for us. Our lady says today to be born anew. And of course, we hear this phrase from many Protestants, to be born again. Of course, there's this one-time experience. Our lady said being born anew, really actually a one-time experience now. For people, and it's beautiful that he says, a new people, a people who know that if they have lost God, they have lost themselves, a people who knows that with God, despite all the sufferings and trials, they are secure and saved. This is Israel. Israel's often lost themselves. When they were lost, when they failed, when they sinned, they lost God, they lost who they were. They forgot holiness. They were chosen by God as his chosen people. And when they lost Yahweh, when they got away from him and fell into sin, not keeping his way, not keeping his commandments, then were really the chosen. Doesn't sound like chosen people when the Syrians were risen up to be over them and to be the rod of God to punish the Israelites. And so it is today. We have the culture, the cultures of the world, those in the church who know God, who has lost God and therefore themselves. We don't really know who we are anymore. We say we're Christians, and many Christians imitate Hollywood actors and their dress, their fashions. I have an aversion every time I see a fashion that anybody picks up and starts following that that fashion. Why are you a follower? You're a Christian. They're just supposed to be following you. You follow people that design clothes, shoes, fads, even down to socks. I read an article a long time ago that says, don't change with the fashion. It's just wear khaki, something that's always in. But then that means if you're following a culture, you're not in. But are you going to be a follower of the culture, which is not of God, or of God? So our lady's asking to be a new people. A new people that will suffer once you recognize that you're with God because despite sufferings and trials, you'll be secure and saved. What are we supposed to do? One phenomenon with conversion is you begin to suffer. Why? Our lady says repeatedly recently, permit me to purify you. God wants to purify you. Permit me, little children, to lead you, to open your hearts to the Holy Spirit, that all the good that is in you may blossom. That's June 20, July 25th, just a few days ago. 
Our Lady has on her calendar for us a schedule of when we convert, what she's going to put you through. And just when you overcome one trial, you get another one. It's a trial. Your sins take you to court. And you suffer for it. A people who knows that with God, despite all the sufferings and trials, they're secure and safe. You'll be safe through these things. And so it is. I've written years and years ago in the beginning of the Medjugorje movement about this. Our Lady's here for a second Pentecost. She said July 25th. But the Holy Spirit. And today the same. Today I call you to be born anew in prayer and through the Holy Spirit to become a new people with my Son. In the beginning days of Medjugorje, repeatedly our Lady said, you're a chosen people. You don't hear that very often, but our Lady said that many times in the beginning days. Chosen what? To save the world. Just like the Israelites. To bring God to the world. They rejected Jesus when he came for the chosen people. Will you reject Our Lady? Many are. But if there's going to be a new people, there's going to be a new culture. And those who won't go to the new way and those who are in the old culture won't be. Because according to God's will, all together with my son, you can change everything and heal the world. That correlates back to the message. December 25th, 1999. I think it's in that message. If not, it's maybe on the first. But lady says, a new possibility for peace opens up to you this century. That being the case, that being the way, our lady's looking for victory. But don't be presumptuous. Nineveh turned around because it acted. Sodom was warned. And nobody even wanted to leave. It's up to us. Much of what will happen, our lady says, depends on you. So it's our time that the woman in this, her time, comes to us. And we're pressured. We're pushed. I know some of the boys today were moving some of the cattle and some of them had some feet upstairs in it and they always go with a lot of energy because they eat a lot and they all spread out. And you've got to know how to run cattle because if you press them one way, they go the opposite way. You've got to know which way you press them. It goes against your nature in driving cattle from one pasture area to another. And it can end up in disaster. And sometimes they're impossible to handle and we are people like that. And our lady's given us and telling us, despite all sufferings and trials, what are we supposed to do with these things? We're supposed to lean into them. Everybody can see right now on the earth there's a strong wind blowing. Are you supposed to let it or walk with the wind or push on against it? Push back. Yes, it's going to be hard times, but we'll get through it. And when you go through everything you go through, your, your trials, your sufferings, you learn through that. In other words, you fight. You fight to walk through that. If you learn how to lean into it, 
you'll be successful. If you let it push you, you'll fall. These days are filled with trouble And the nights feel like they're all getting longer These days are dark and gray Like that storm rolling in across the water there's a strong wind blowing I push on, it pushes back It's a hard time, but I know I'll get through it Just gotta We've been talking just since this message. Well, not actually since this message. Actually, before this message, um, since really the writing, thirty years of apparitions. You're feeling that Medjugorje is going to have another ten years, bringing it to the forty forty years, uh, symbolic of the time that the Israelites walked in the desert before they reached the Promised Land, etc. And um, you had felt very strong when this message was read this morning that there, that this is an important message. There's a lot in this message, and that that it's going to take time even to pierce what's what is is Our Lady saying today. Um, and that just kind of brought some reflections to me in terms of just looking at Medjugorje ten years at a time. You also say, whenever a lady says something three times in a message, this is a message too. And in the message, our lady says, 
become a new people, a people who knows that if they've lost God, they have lost themselves. And number three, a people who knows that with God, despite all sufferings and trials, they are secure and saved. And if you um, line up these three new peoples and also line up the ten, the, the, the three decades of Medjugorje, you see that June 25th, 1991 was the 10th year anniversary. And what happened at the beginning of that new decade was a war in, in Croatia and Bosnia, a war that had no ending, that it was so horrific, so much suffering that you actually called this this war a witness, an example, and a prophecy for the whole world that we are reading right now in the Novena booklet, um, the Novena of Faith, that you wrote at the time that the war was going on in 1991. So then you fast forward to June 25, 2001, and right before this, or right after this date, another war starts. And it was really a war against nations, because though it hit the United States through September 11, 2001, war came to so many nations around the world. And that set off a whole decade of war, not just war against nations, but with this economy that's going on, nations are going down one by one. They're falling apart. They're losing their sovereignty. They're having to depend on other nations to lift them up. Everything's falling apart. Which leads us now to June 25th, 2011. This day, Our Lady says, You cannot stop the evil that wants to begin to rule in this world and to destroy it. So it seems that this message, she's actually looking now at the world that Satan is ready that he's ready. These words, she doesn't use the word be ready, but she says that once Satan wants to begin. And that to me is like, he's ready. So this is what you wrote in 30 years of apparitions. And I'm, I'm excited to go back and read it because there's, there is some real depth in this message. Um, but it seems to me that we're heading into something within this, this particular decade of, of the messages leading to the 40 years or however it's to end, but I don't, I'll don't. i stop talking. I just would like you to start commenting. Well, it, it's no, it can be no coincidence that Our Lady chose today, August 2nd, 19, or rather 2011, to say what she says here. Because you can take the template of another August 2nd, 30 years ago, and place it over the words. But according to God's will, all together with my son, you can change everything and heal the world. Let me back up. As individuals, my children, you cannot stop the evil that wants to begin to rule in this world and destroy it. But according to God's will, all together with my son, you can change everything to heal the world. You put on that August 2nd, go back 30 years ago, to that message, a great struggle. Struggle? What did she say today? Satan wants to begin. And a lady says, 30 years ago, a great struggle is about to begin. Today she says, 
you cannot stop the evil that wants to begin. To rule this world. Our lady goes on 30 years ago and says, a great struggle about to unfold between my son and Satan. Why? Because he wants to rule the world. And 30, today, she says he wants to begin to rule the world. Evil. 30 years ago, it said, human souls are at stake. There is a war between heaven and hell. The world is at stake. And today, Our Lady says, that's 30 years ago today, Our Lady says, to begin to rule the world and to destroy it. What else is in this? Something profound. This is the Antichrist. Evil. His main reach, his main purpose in the destruction of end time is to destroy the world. That's, that's Satan's goal. And so there's something profound was said. You cannot stop the evil that wants to begin to rue in this world. She's telling us Satan, the Antichrist, wants to begin his rue in this world with the purpose of destroying it. And that's what was wrote four months ago in 30 Years of Apparition. That Satan, the, the, the Antichrist system is in place. It's blatant. It's not hidden. I didn't write it veiled. I said it blind and clear. And I see this. I saw it and understood it. And through prayer. And through following what a lady's doing. Except 30 years of apparition states four months ago that our lady's here to intercept that, to stop it, because it's not yet God's desire for the Antichrist to rule. And our lady says today something that's incredible. You as an individual, in other words, my children cannot stop that evil. It's too big for you. Evil that wants to begin to rule in this world to destroy it. That is incredible words. Which part the destruction of our lady does not exaggerate. She's not sitting at a dinner table in a restaurant and, and everybody's laughing falsely like they're so happy or exaggerating their stories. What she says is what she says, and what she says means what it says. So when I says, but according to God's will, all together, you as individuals, my children, in other words, join together with my son, you can change everything and heal the world. New possibilities for peace opens up for you this century. That's a big understanding right there that the Antichrist system is in place. And I didn't write this four months ago. I've been saying this, writing it for, for at least 10, 15 years. But now we can really see the reality. You, it's tangible to a lot of people. If you look at the system, that you can neither buy nor sell everything. Everything's there. The book, Look What Happened, look what happened While You're Sleeping, is very tangible to this message. You have to read this book to understand what's going on. How will you rule? The mark of the beast. You can be the. You can neither buy nor sell anything. What's happening everywhere? Regulations through the United Nations affecting all nations. International law is choking the individual. You can't do anything. We were just talking about somebody who digs wells and stuff for water. 
The industry has been cut in half through regulations. Talk to anybody about anything. They're regulated to death. In fact, the news brief of the Meds, uh, Meds Information Network you just heard talks about the regulations for farming. It's not about making things safe. It's about putting into practice that you can make people do anything you want that could be the, they can either buy or no sell. I was just told that they're upping now the car miles per gallon for 2014 or somewhere along that way. That's impossible. Now the car dealerships or manufacturers has to start engineering new ways to do this. Oh, they got a good reason and people because people have to swallow this pill. They come to the issues. Oh, we got to save the environment. We got to save that. They sit there and tell us, okay, we got to clean the air. There's Caterpillar Engines, Worldwide Caterpillar Corporation, that take in air. It can be cleaned out in the country, and they clean it cleaner than what it takes in. Oh, you say, that's wonderful. If you're greeny, and you don't realize it's nothing but socialism, regulation, communism, and evil, and it's supposed to save the environment, but you can watch the gas gauge or the diesel fuel gauge literally go down. My son, who's doing excavation in Texas, was just telling me they got one of these newer model machines, and he says it's unbelievable the power it's got. At the same time, the fuel it uses to clean, they are cleaner than what it takes in, and the machine itself just guzzles the diesel fuel. So what's the issue about reserving and preserving our resources. It's a lie. If you don't understand it, you bought into this lie, which wants through these things to rule the world in order to destroy it. Look what happened while you're sleeping shows and proves, literally, that to cut back and do these emission controls actually is damaging the environment. Exactly what all these greenies are doing is harming us. And you're allowing a system of control over you that the Antichrist will will use. Don't take my word. You cannot stop the evil that wants to begin to rule in this world. He's not got a plan now and working without you seeing the signs of it. And tomorrow's going to start because she said this. He's 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 got to set it up. Then he'll begin to rule. He's got to have the method, the structure, the infrastructure to rule. It's there, people. Read 30 years, it's there. Read, look what happened while you're sleeping to understand it. Read, ain't going to happen to another book to understand what you need to be doing right now. Praying all the way. Because our lady did say, all together with my son, you can change everything and heal the world. But don't think it's just prayer and you sit back and do nothing. You have to have wisdom. You have to have understanding. You have to be able to interpret what's going on around you. You'll never understand. Evil wants to begin to rule right now. Oh, everybody says something's bad, something's amiss. And they're all longing for everything to come back like it was. Just like the Israelites. If this is a message about 40 years of the Israelites, I don't know what is not. If it's not, I don't know what it is. Today I call you to be born anew in prayer, Israelites. And through the Holy Spirit to become a new people. 
a people of Yahweh, a people of my son, Jesus. Our lady says, with my son, a people who knows that if they have lost God, as we have, we're wandering in the desert, and it's going to take like 40 years to get us, get us out of this mess. And the apparitions can't go past that. But the daily apparitions, the root, the 25th message, all these things are will take 40 years. It's taken us to get this point, 30 years to begin to understand, 30 years to get Our Lady to be able to say to us, Evil wants to begin to rule. In this world. And to destroy it. If I let you say that at the 20th anniversary, the 10th anniversary, you would have said, oh, come on, this is something way in the future. It was in the future. It's just not way in the future. It's only 20 years later from the 10th anniversary. 10, year later, later, 10 years later from the 10th, uh, 20th anniversary. So our lady's got us progressing in our understanding through her messages. And she revealed something profound today. That we are wandering in the desert because we have lost God. And until we're purified through sufferings and trials like the Israelites were in the desert, we can't come to the promised land, to a healed world. Our Lady wants us to come to that land. She's bringing us to peace. If we follow her, if we answer the call, and don't think because she wants to triumph, it's going to happen. We can reject that. Our Lady's cheerliness. She has says, enough people. I feel the triumph in my heart. But we also see many people rejecting Our Lady or turn off to it. Don't think Our Lady's saying, in a, uh, I call you to pray with all your heart for your shepherds because my son chose them, that that's a positive statement about our shepherds. Why is it like saying it that way? Because people have lost heart by what's happened with our shepherds. Yes, you've got some good ones. But for the most part, they're in the correct political correctness, they're in the socialist justice. They're in so many things that is contrary, it has no bearing on holiness, political things, worrying about things that shouldn't be done. Our Lady points us because my son chose them. Forget what they're doing. Forget what they're not doing. She's elevating their importance, which will wake them up and bring them to understand that they need to step in the shoes they wear. But he's not talking to them. I call you to pray with your heart for your shepherds. The whole message is for us. This is a lay-led movement. Don't wait around. You don't have to. The church has given you the right to promote Medjugorje, to spread it, to live it. It's private relations. Nobody can stop you. Nobody. The Pope has not the authority to stop you. He won't contradict canon laws. You may have some surrogates underneath him that might do that and say, oh, you can't do this. I don't. We can't spread Medjugorje. All this is about to change with the new commission. They're going to open it up. They want to prove it. I'm convinced of that. But what they will do is show that we can do this and entangle all those ropes people can allow themselves to be tangled with. We don't allow it. 
because we're lay people and we know the rights of our baptism to be evangelists and we're going to spread it. And we want to help our lady. We want to follow her out of this desert of the culture, this 40-year trek of her teaching, encouraging, pulling us, showing us the way to enter this promised land. Do you understand how profound that is? Do you understand when Our Lady says, born anew, become a new people, are people who knows that if they have lost God, they've lost themselves? Are people who knows that they that without God, despite all sufferings and trials, they're secure and saved? The Israelites never doubted, or perhaps they did sometimes, but they 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 were promised the promised land. But with our human nature, after forty years, you start wondering. Did anyone ever tell you that the day Our Lady appeared? When she appears to Maria, Yvonne, Mariana today, she held out her hand to us. She's a vision of glory to us who are broken, a broken world. She comes to right where you stand. And she gives you this land. She's giving you a new world. She's leading you to this. She seeks that you follow her to a new century of peace.
princess You'll be flying your golden wings You will live in pavilions of splendor Be surrounded by beautiful things Lady in Medjugorje said on January 25, 1997, I invite you to reflect about your future. Do we live her words and reflect about our future and where we as a culture are moving? Do we keep our trust in our jobs, homes, money, life necessities, investments, stock markets? Do we believe that our 401ks or other retirements will always be there and that the current economic order will recover? Does Our Lady give us insight to the future and what we should expect? Is the economy going to recover and life return to normal? It Ain't Gonna Happen by a friend of Medjugorje takes Our Lady's messages and places them where they belong, which is over the issues of your housing, the economy, everyday necessities, stock markets, and your investments to help you see what you must do to make changes in your life. Whether you are poor, middle class, or rich, it ain't gonna happen. A book of astounding revelations about the present economic order and where we are heading. It ain't gonna happen by a friend of Medjugorje. To order, visit medj.com, spelled M-E-J.com, or call Caritas in the U.S. 205-672-2000. 205-672-2000. It ain't gonna happen by a friend of Medjugorje, available through Caritas of Birmingham. You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. I think this message is... is a pretty exciting message in the fact that when Our Lady says that Satan, he's ready, he's, he, he wants to begin to rule the world and destroy it. It's a pretty heavy message, pretty scary message. But in her next words, she says, But according to God's will, all together with my son, you can change everything and heal the world. It's like God 
God's will trumps anything that Satan has planned. And then she talks about the Father's strength. Be strengthened with the Father's strength. Be a new people. So you see all that coming. But the reality is, is that fatherhood is pretty dead in our world. Families are broken. We can't imagine how this could possibly turn around. And I don't know if you want to address that at all. Well, you have to go really back again to where he says that evil that wants to begin, evil that wants to begin, begin what? To rule. And if he wants to begin, all he precedes that says you cannot stop. Then there has to be something already in place for him to rule through. I mean, he spent decades, decades getting to this point and building these regulations and everything and the controls and the measurements, going through airports. I mean, think how easy it would be to rule. He couldn't rule 25 years ago. He didn't have the means to do that. But the infrastructure of evil is there. People feel it. Non-believers feel it. Talk to anybody and they'll say they feel this. And they've lost God, so they don't feel the Father. Who's our protector? Somebody breaking in your house, who do you look for? Father. You're out and something happens, who do you go to? Well, your dad, you look up to him if you're a small child, something happens to you. Or a dog runs to you. Look to your father. You know, if your mother's on one, sure, you'll look up to her. But the strength of the father, God the father, is weakened in the world because we've bought into this system that we're going to save the earth. And this is one of the major, major parts of the infrastructure that Satan has built, evil has built, to control every aspect of your life. What you can do. What you can produce. How you run things. They're even now wanting to regulate mud puddles. You laugh. This is serious. In the United States, and they're doing it everywhere because this is through the United Nations. When a truck goes in on, on your land someplace and you're running through a mud puddle when it rains, you make the streams get dirty. Right now in Alabama, who has for the last whole month and a half has gotten rains almost every day. Blessings. August, our temperature has been pretty modest. This week is going up. But a week ago, two weeks ago, they started putting up, or longer than that, they started putting up signs on the highways that says, uh, share a ride, carpool, air quality's down. It's a lie. That was predetermined months ago. We're going to do this in August because it's always hot and you get dry weather. Rain cleans the air. Rain cleans the mud puddle. The silt settles in the creeks. God has it figured out. Read, look what happened while you're sleeping if you don't believe it. You'll experience your knee get scrapes and get heels. Huge volcanic activity over, was it New Zealand? 50,000 flights, flights canceled. Where is it? The mechanism of nature cleans itself. I tell you, we're cleaner than we've been in years in a lot of places. You know what? I just read a report a couple of days ago. There's new toxins found in the air recently in, in Alabama, and they're having conferences in like five different places around Birmingham, the surrounding area, with the EPA. Now, that's all pre-staged, probably 
four or five months ago because they have it at places where they'd have to rent the hall or whatever. And they didn't know it was going to rain every day. They didn't know they'd be caught red-handed by anybody that's got common logic sense to say, you're liars. You are liars. It can't be bad quality. There's pristine here right now. You don't see a smudge in the smog anywhere. Liar. Demonic. For the purpose of control. Regulate. Save me. Save the earth. What do you got to do? Regulate. Whatever. Make my car go 100 miles a to the gallon. Oh, when we're at fault because we sin. I always want to qualify that. We're in this situation because of our own sin. By the mighty hand of God, though, He saves us. And so through the Father, it's through the Father we'll be saved. How will He do it? We don't know that. But one thing we have is words here that we cannot stop evil. Evil wants to begin is. Rule now. To destroy it. These people cutting back on emissions actually will make plant growth with the population rate decreases ability to produce oxygen. It's bad to decrease the emissions. You don't hear that anywhere. Read, look what happened while you're sleeping. It's science. As we populate, as we take more coal and gases out of the earth, we bring it and consume it. It makes more carbon dioxide, which feeds more plant growth, which makes more plant growth grow, feed more cows, feed more animals, and produces more oxygen. But Satan's made it and twisted it the other way around. So we decrease it. We have to have an accelerated emissions to trigger the mechanisms in nature to produce more oxygen for us. It's a good thing. Again, read, look what happened when you're sleeping. Know the lie. So the strength that we need from the Father, as individuals, my children, you cannot stop the evil that wants to begin to ruin this world and destroy it. But according to God's will altogether, with my Son, you can change everything and heal the world. The Savior, who can move mountains. Forever the author of salvation. He's got everything planned for us. Will you accept it? Will your family accept it? Everyone needs compassion A love that's never failing Let mercy fall on me Everyone needs forgiveness
This message is so exciting and so profound that it gives us hope. For those who are in construction, those who are in building, those who are in the position where all these regulations are coming from every direction. For the regular citizens, the things that's happening. Our lady shows us Jesus is ready with us to break this system. Thank God this is going to happen. Thank God that he will break it. But it does depend on us. And it doesn't just depend on prayer. It depends on us changing our life. It's your witness, your life, the way you live your witness that draws forth God. Do you bless the Lord? Do you bless God? If you do, the sun will come up. Shine on a world like it hasn't seen since Christ was here, perhaps. We don't know what all is going to happen. But one thing's for certain. You've got August 2nd, 2011, echo on August 2nd, 1981. The great struggle. Evil that wants to begin. A struggle between my son and Satan. Begin to rule in this world. And human souls are at stake. And today's message, to rule, to destroy it. This is not exaggeration. This is not hype. This is real, people. Our best defense, our only defense, is if we bless the Lord coming back to his commandments, singing his song, following his love and the richness he offers us as a father that we come into the family of God. It's that simple. Just really that simple. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, worship His holy name, sing like never before, oh my soul, I worship your His holy name 
30 Years of Apparitions, it states, Any group of people can change as those who lived in this city of Nineveh. But wickedness is at a point that God is intervening in the world for the last great intervention. The great physician has prescribed medicine, which is his holy mother. Invested with full authority as queen to leave heaven, every day in her glorified, resurrected body to bless everyone on earth. For 30 years, every single day, for 10,000 
950 days, as of June 25, 2011. 10,000 days. It's biblical. Here's another message. And so it is. We come to where Our Lady is trying to fill us with her understanding. We strongly say to get, look what happened while you're sleeping. Ain't going to happen. If you can't afford it, we'll send it to you free. Just support the mission and pray for it. But today's message is something that be reflected on for a long, long time. She's revealed that the Christ does want to rule at this moment with the intent to destroy the world. And so she can take all our fears and our failures and fill us with life again. As I give my life to follow you in everything, Jesus. I believe now. I believe in you. I surrender. Yes, I surrender. A Savior who can move the mountains. Mighty to save. He's waiting on you. We wish you, Our Lady. We love you. Good night.